This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And Pastor Michael, you have a special guest here. We do. With me is my son, Elias Michael. Wait, what's your last name, by the way? I, I can't remember. Fueling. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, um, do you know how to spell your first name? Because I've been trying to figure it out. Is it QR735? How do you spell your last name? Or your first name, I mean. Try it. I dare you. <laughs> yeah, E-L-I-E-X. Good job. Why are you whispering? Yeah, you don't have to whisper. Yeah. Do you want to hear what your voice sounds like in the microphone? What? Go for it. Hello. <laughs> now, don't eat the microphone. You just say... Um, Tell mommy one secret message for her. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There we go. Enough said. All righty. So what is the question? So our question for today is, who was Melchizedek? X, do you know who Melchizedek was? I can't say. No, I'm from Kentucky. How do you say it again? (laughs) Melchizedek. 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 I literally feel like you right now. Like usually I've got the diction <laughs> and you're like, blah, 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 yeah, I'm tongue tied. But this time we turn the table. Melchizedek. 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 Yeah, I got it. Melchizedek. There you go. Wow. I just haven't said the name in a long time. So Michael, basically there's two schools of thought of who Melchizedek is. One is he is an actual person, a physical person in the Old Testament. Other people see Jesus uh, see Jesus in Melchizedek. They see him as a pre-incarnate Jesus. Mm. What do you think? I don't know what I think. That's the problem. Um, I, th- I think this is would... so unusual. You usually know exactly what you think. So if you read Genesis, you'd be like, all right, he's this priest. And you read Psalm 110, you'd be like, okay, it's a priest mm-hmm. who's like Jesus. And But then you get to Hebrews and you're like, what is happening? So, so Hebrews, specifically, you're talking Hebrews 7. Uh, yeah, beginning in verse one. Why don't you just jump in there and share some verses? All right. So by translation of his name. So king, you're in verse two. Yeah. King of righteousness. And then he is also king of Salem. That mm-hmm. is the king of peace. He is without father or mother or genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but resembling the son of God, he continues a priest forever. And you'd read that and you'd be like, Melchizedek is Jesus. But, but then it seems, as the text goes on, that Jesus is compared to Melchizedek, that he's mm-hmm. like Jesus, but he's not. And so the argument would be, it's not that he is eternally preexistent. It's just that Melchizedek is this guy who comes up in Scripture, and we don't know where he's from. We don't know right. where he came from. We don't know where he went. He doesn't seem to have a beginning or an end. He just shows up. And it could be like really confusing terminology. And I can see how someone would could see that Melchizedek is, you know, a super, a super person, you know, a Jesus, maybe in the Old Testament. But I think the language uh, and the point that the writer of Hebrews is making is, look, there's, there is a priesthood of the Levites, and the Levite priesthood is flawed. They, they, they have a history of not being righteous. Mm-hmm. Jesus is not from the tribe of Levi. Jesus is the tribe is from the tribe of Judah, and he cannot be a priest after the Levite priesthood. So he's got to be a priest, and we know that Jesus is the high priest. That's one of the points that Hebrews is making. He is a, a, a priest after the order of Melchizedek. 
And Melchizedek is a guy who shows up in the Old Testament kind of right out of the, you know, right off the page. We don't know anything about him. We have no genealogy about him. We don't hear where he comes from. All we know is that he is a priest of the Most High God, that Abraham makes a sacrifice to him, offers uh, him uh, uh, some booty from his uh, spoils of the of the uh, battle. He worships the God that, that Melchizedek worships. He pays him tribute. He's a king of Salem or Jerusalem. Um, and so he is, Jesus is an order, a priest under the order of Melchizedek, a physical person. Yeah. If I was like being really critical mm-hmm. of the Bible, here's what I would say. I would say uh, Jesus is a priest, but he's not from the tribe of Levi, which is the priestly tribe. Yes. And so I'd be like, look, you can't be a priest. And so the author of Hebrews is like, I'll prove to you. He's from the order of Melchizedek. Well, yeah. And then the Jew's like, who's Melchizedek? That yeah. guy? He's like, oh, he has no beginning and no end, and he's lived forever. Yes. And it actually feels like a really confusing thing to inject into the story. And yet, but uh, for a that's Jewish, what Psalms does. Psalms, yeah, and Psalms do that. And that is the point of the Hebrew writer is making is, look, Jesus is a far superior high priest than any priest that could come yep. from the tribe of Levi. All those priests were temporary, a part of the law, but there had to be something that transcended that law. It's interesting. And the Jewish people would say, our father is Abraham. Mm-hmm. Abraham is our father. So they would trace their lineage further back mm-hmm. than the tribe of Levi and go back to Abraham and say, Abraham is our father. That was one of the things that, you know, they would always throw up at Jesus. And and the point that writer is making is, look, Abraham, your father, gave offerings and made offerings to the most high God mm-hmm. of Melchizedek. I just think the text is really confusing. And that's why I'm like so hesitant because it even like I'm looking at one commentary right now as, as we're talking and uh, it's, they are like, no, there's a clear distinction. And yet when I read one through three, I'm like, that's Jesus. So he's either Jesus or he's a lot like Jesus, but either way he comes out of nowhere. We don't know where he ends up. And Psalms basically says that the Messiah is going to be a priest, not out of the Levitical order, but out of the Melchizedek mm-hmm. order. Psalm Hebrews picks that up and says, yep, the, the Levitical order of priests was temporary. And uh, if Jesus was going to be a priest forever, he has to come from a different line. And apparently he does. Okay. I'm not saying it's easier. It makes sense. But what the author's trying to do is justify Jesus's priestly office. Yes. As not being a Levite by tracing it back to the Old Testament teaching that the Messiah would not come from the Levitical priesthood. He would be a priest after a different order. Got it. We're not Jewish, so it probably doesn't mean as much. But if you're a Christian reading the Bible, you're like, yeah, what does this mean? What does this mean? If you're Jewish, though, it would mean significant. It would mean a lot more. So our question for next time is going to be introduced by our special guest. What is it? How do I know if somebody is filled with the Spirit? Hey, Axe, I got a question for you. Do you have the Holy Spirit inside of you? Yes. Yep. And did you trust in Jesus? Yes. Yep. And does the Holy Spirit help you? Yes. Awesome. Dude, you're great. Man. You got great answers. Is my dad manipulating me? No. 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 Not no. at all. Does my daddy love me? Yes. Yeah. What do you want to tell the Q&A podcast? Tell him anything you want, okay? I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs>